0: Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts,
1: and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden
0: Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and
2: celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented
0: truth, Authenticity, on purpose discussions, and magical moments.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. It's Kim and Eden. Hi, Eden.
0: Hi, Kim. It's so fun to be back. It's been a while. We we have things to, to share with
2: everyone, don't we? Yeah, it's Up been the- a couple of weeks. Um, we we missed Labor Day, and then for nine eleven, we we re put out Peyton List's episode, um, or Peyton Lynch. Peyton List is a celebrity. Yeah. (laughs) Peyton Peyton Lynch's episode about her book on 9-11. So yeah, I hope everyone had an amazing holiday and excited to be back. And we decided to do this episode because we went on a trip. And just because we go on a trip, we wouldn't normally be going oh we have to do an episode about it but this was just an extra special trip and it's a place that I learned and we learned that a lot of people travel very far to go to because it's a very spiritual place and it's one of the very few places in the whole world that have a powerful vortex and What that is, is an energy center that scientists have proven that when you go there, you can actually feel a different vibration of energy. And many people feel a healing force or a vibration, or they even can sometimes hear things like I was Mm -hmm. hearing things the whole time, like little sounds and ringing and stuff like that. And it's just very powerful, as well as it being an energy center and other things that we're going to be talking about. And so we all took Lisa... Pusher, Eden and I, and Missy Fowler, who's been on our show, all took a trip to Mount Shasta in Northern California. And I found out about it through a client that went through a friend, Yesenia, who went to Mount Shasta and was showing us pictures. And in the pictures, you could see all of these orbs and spirit guides and colors. And it was just really phenomenal. And she said, it's life changing. You need to go. Mm -hmm. And that day I texted Lisa, Missy and Eden. And somehow we all just kind of went, let's go. We're going. Yeah, and we booked it. and we booked it. And it was crazy because Lisa didn't yet even really know Eden or Missy. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to hear all about our trip. And so I just wanted to do that little intro. Um, we did it without a guide. We all just went with our heart center and went with no attachments and just went, let's go on this four day trip and let our hearts lead us and see where we end up and what we end up doing. And oh boy,
0: did we end up doing some crazy things.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I highly recommend it to you and anyone listening. And it's really not expensive to Mm -hmm. travel there from, at least from Southern California or Northern California. If you're coming from state, it might be a little bit more, but it really wasn't an extremely pricey trip for the value we got out of it. Yeah. So so, Eden, you you, you begin with our, our adventures, our spiritual quest that we went on.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, I've,
2: I've, we
0: think that this is going to be fun for you guys to hear. Um, hopefully, we're not wrong. Hopefully, we're not going to bore you right now. But, I mean, we got some really cool, crazy stories to tell. Um, so, when we first got there, we stayed in a house that was built in 1912. And it was right on the strip of, you know, where the, the main part of the town is. And the, you've got restaurants and shops right there within walking like a block away from us walking distance and um, everything, all the center of the town, all right there where, where we got to stay. And um, the house was very quaint. And um, we knew because of the four, the four of us who the type of people we are, we're all very, intuitive and connected and we figured we were going to have lots of encounters <laughs> that happened there. Um And so we, we, kept,
2: we kept did get word candy. Remember we kept going, we're going to eat candy when yeah. we're there. Wait, I don't know why I keep getting the word candy. Yeah. And even I was even watching a show that week and the guy on the show, it was, it was that 70 show and Wilmer Valderrama was obsessed with candy on the week I was watching the show, like really weird Everything was
0: yeah. candy, so we didn't know why. Yes, and then feel um, free to chime in. Lisa's here with us, by the way. She's yes. uh, welcome back. She's <laughs> she's one, one of the ladies who came with us on the trip, and you know we got to know a lot better on the trip, and now we're like so connected. It's great. Uh, Missy couldn't be here, by the way. She really wanted to be here, but she couldn't come. So uh, we are going to kind of speak for her. Hopefully uh, that works out. So, uh, the house, I think on our way there, so we, cause, okay, I'm gonna backtrack because we get off the plane and uh, we got to fly on the tiniest little plane. I think it was 52 seats. And yeah. that was an, an adventure. Um, and Kim sat next to me, even though she wasn't supposed to. I had to pay for my good seat and she didn't have to pay for her good seat because she cheated. <laughs> I see. She snuck up front with me. Um, anyway, so then uh, we took a rental car and about an hour drive to the house. So on the way, we were kind of like doing some uh, research on, on the phone about the house. And then that's when, Kim, you can tell your story about the candy.
2: Well, I was, when when they sent me, they sent me a text about the house and the history of the house. And it was built in 1912. And all of a sudden I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, you guys, no wonder, because Missy had been saying, like, okay, we have to go buy candy. We're supposed to eat candy. And we're like, okay, whatever. That's weird, you know. And um, and they go, this house used to be a candy-making house back in the early 1920s or 30s. And that strip of the whole town of downtown Mount Shasta was a candy store, candy factory. And the house was used, part of the house was used to make the candy. And then there was a fire in the house, where a bunch of it was burned and then they found like old broken pieces and melted glass bottles and things and kept it. And they basically rebuilt the half of the house that had been burned um, Mm -hmm. from the candy making factory. So we're like, no wonder we all kept getting candy. So that was already a weird. Candy
1: at the airport? Yeah. In L.A.?
2: Oh,
0: Yeah
1: of the bag of candy that was in yeah. wrapped, like Halloween candy, like chocolates, like who like a bag.
0: And so uh-huh. I was trying
1: to hand it out to all of you. Here, have candy, here. Yeah.
0: She was trying to force candy and us <laughs> I was, before I was, we like, before we got on the plane. Yeah. A
1: pusher, you know. Remember? <laughs> yeah. And then in the car, <laughs> yeah. figured that out. I'm like, okay, that's why.
0: Yeah. That's why. Um and uh, you know what I just thought of? I think we're going to talk about it later, but remember the black thing in this on the ceiling? Yeah, we're going to talk about of it. Of course we remember it. We'll go back to it, but I yeah. just wanted to say so I don't forget this. You talked about the candy factory. Maybe that was part of it.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. my gosh, that's true. Maybe yeah. they kept it.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay, Okay. you guys will know what we're talking about in a little bit. Um, yeah, so, okay, so we get there. And there's four bedrooms in the house, and four of us so we each pick a room and the way we usually operate is we go by our feelings you know vibrations what we sense and so each of us picked our rooms based on that
1: I didn't pick my room I got the crappy room she she was the last one
0: she and and I I think I kept saying you're the new the new friend so you don't get to pick oh is that why
1: (laughs) I thought I was just being nice, like I genuinely nice, like I am like like no one wanted the room and I'm like here I'll take it. I'll take the dumpy room that smells that no it didn't smell, but like has you know the dead person in the closet and the bad vibes. Not a problem, I'll take it because I want to be liked by the group.
0: Uh, yes. <laughs> <you want. laughs>
2: it worked. So, like you now.
0: Yeah, so but you didn't share with us until like I think it was the evening that you didn't feel good about that room.
2: That's what I remember. Anna. No, she really quickly. She's like, she's, something's. Weird. She told you, <laughs> she's like, but I, she's like, go check the closet. Something's weird with that closet in that, that room.
0: Yes, that was later that night. We that happened, and you guys went up there. Oh, I know. Maybe it was. I don't know. I Anyways, think I what told
1: Kim right away?
0: You did tell Kim, but I don't feel like I knew until later, like how okay. serious that was. So, well, anyway, so we were all sitting around, and uh, later at night, and you decided you can't sleep in that room and do you want to tell the story
2: i had checked checked the closet for her and it had a very weird vibe that night at least yeah and nowhere else in the house except that closet had that weird vibe yeah so lisa's like okay i'm not imagining stuff so then what did you do lisa about your room
1: well i I immediately decided i couldn't do it but i didn't verbalize it till later so that's so I was kind of, you know, as, as the time was going by, I started like, you know, keep, I was, you know, like ruminating and kept thinking about like what's in there. What would, it, you know, like starting to panic a little bit. So then of course I make Kim, Kim, you go look, you know, straight out of a, like the scary movie, you go in the closet You go, look. <laughs> and I didn't even go in the room. I waited in the hallway, but she went in the room and opened the door just in case if anybody was going to get like, it was going to be her. Cause I was in the hallway.
0: <laughs> yeah. In case she got killed. Some, yeah. You know, so, yeah.
1: And she said, "Oh yeah, there's something, you know." So, so Kim agreed with me, um, but I'm like, I don't want to be the like the one complaining and all that. And that was when, you know, I'm like, well, I like bunk beds, Eden. So I'll just come sleep in your room.
0: Yeah. So my room had like a double bed, and then over to the side, it, there was a bunk bed as well. So we decided that she was going to sleep in the bunk bed, and I would sleep in the bed.
2: Okay, wow. So now, then, for the next morning. (laughs) So we did go out. The, The town in downtown Shasta is amazing. Like, we were in awe because I've been to a lot of places that have spiritual stores, crystal stores, oils, all of that, Laguna Beach, you know, just different cute areas that have that. But they literally had maybe out of 25 stores, like 15 of them were like some sort of spiritual and healing and crystals and different things. And so we were just having a blast and going to dinner and walking around. And then we came home and hung out and then we went to sleep. And Missy had a room to herself and I had a room to myself as well. And Lisa was up there with Eden. And so when we came down, I was fine. I didn't feel any energies. And we got up and talked about it in the morning. And I remember Missy said that she felt that her bed moved like there was like someone like pressing on her bed and she felt it really strong Mm -hmm. and she was like, okay, what was that? But then she just kind of like let it go and went to sleep. And then you guys had Lisa, you had something crazy with Eden, right? And I Mm -hmm. ended up
1: in Missy's bed. So I was going to
2: bed to bed, looking for comfort, but Goldilocks.
1: Right. So I started in the, in the bunk bed. (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know what time it was. I have no idea. All of all I know is I, I was awake. I looked at Eden and I saw like, uh, to me, it appeared to be like a tall cloaked figure like hovering over her. And then I and then do you remember We, I don't know if I, I yelled or I go, what's that? Or is that I said yeah. something. Do you so remember? what
0: you did? Yes. What you did yeah. do? We were I, I was sleeping and I feel like it was middle of the night. And <clears throat> all of a sudden I hear you screamed yeah. and then you yelled. Oh, I thought I saw something and I thought you were sleep uh, talking in your sleep. So I just was like, uh, OK, be <laughs> quiet. And then I went back to sleep. And then a little bit later, you left the room. I'm getting the heck out of here because that man is yes. in the
1: closet in the other room.
0: He's coming. You left in for the man. <laughs> she <laughs> she left the room. And then what happened was. I I woke up because she left the room and I just thought, oh, I must be sm- snoring, keeping her up or something. So she left the room. But so then I went back to sleep a little bit later. I felt something touch my shoulder and I thought I was my back was to the door. So I I turn over and as I'm turning over to look, I'm imagining it's going to be Lisa standing there. And I'm like thinking to myself, what the hell does she want now? Because she's. <laughs> She She keeps waking me up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So I turned over and it wasn't her. It was a big, dark, black blob of something tall, something standing over me like I and I didn't know at the time that she had seen it, too. And that's what made her leave the room. So I am used to this. This is a normal event in my house. And, you know, just growing up, I've always had these kinds of things. So I, it didn't scare me. And I'm just like, can I just sleep? Let me sleep. And then I went back to sleep. Hold Whoever on. you are, let me sleep.
2: Yeah. And tell the audience, cause that's really interesting because I feel like most people will freak out if they see something and they, they either think it's their imagination or they freak out really bad and think they need like psychiatric help. So <laughs> What do you do in that? You know, what is that? And what do you do usually? How did you just leave it alone? Like, what do you do?
0: Well, the you know, like I said, a normal occurrence. I've had that happen since I was a little girl. So at first, when I was little, I got really scared like other people would now. But um, now it's just it it happens so often that um, I just know that it's probably a loving, friendly energy that trying to tell me something and i also figured that at that in that moment that i'm going to go back to sleep and when i talk in the morning i'll tell everyone what happened and then we'll we'll probably do some channeling and find out what the person wanted because typically when we do that it to me it's never like a bad thing it's never a negative energy it's just that they have like maybe unfinished business or um they they need help with something but they're never here to harm us that's how i take it um
2: so i i didn't feel it was bad right i i remember i had i've had things like that too and i was watching the documentary with tyler henry and he was talking about how that happens to him as well and it's usually people with carrying heavy baggage or messages or whatever Mm -hmm. um and sometimes it's very hard for him um there was just one time i remember in the house um that something like that happened but it was weird like dark energy like shapes and very obvious and I ignored it and just let it go and I remember talking to a mentor of mine at the time who's a shaman and he goes oh no yeah just don't even acknowledge those those energies because sometimes they can be something dark but if you just leave it alone and ignore it Mm. they go away yeah yeah so I kind of just did that
0: um woke up in the morning though and I told all of you guys what happened um and then that's when Lisa shared her side of the story what happened and so then that kind of confirmed that was something there there was really something there so i think we went back up then to the to the room to try try to reenact and see if (laughs) you know that's what we saw yeah and um we didn't see it again um but we did end up uh finding out a little bit about him because we did channel
2: Right. And then I think Missy had said she saw, she thought she saw like a woman and like an animal. And so that we realized this house has some haunted energy or just some visitors. It doesn't mean that it's bad. Just like you sometimes stay at an old house and you, most people have had that experience where they're like, there's energy here. Yeah. Or something, you know, something went on here. So we had an amazing day. We'll go a little bit more into what we did on those day trips but we did end up channeling that night to find out what it was and um we did get some messages from prince but why don't you first tell the messages about what that visitor was eden well lisa started it (laughs) lisa how did
0: it start
1: (laughs) i no, i didn't start it
0: you got the name you did i did yeah
1: you can remember yeah OK, well, there-
0: because every one of the four of us has abilities to channel right. and, you know, to, to uh, intuitive abilities. So we each sort of contributed our, in our own ways. But you started off by saying, I mean, I, I was channeling my, you know, my normal what I do, my automatic writing and getting some messages. But then it kind of turned into you said in the middle of something I was getting, you chimed in and you said, who's stamp?
1: Yeah, yeah, now I remember because
0: I forget. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So was, you, uh, yeah. we didn't know none of us knew us Stan, and then I started getting messages about mm-hmm. Stan, and just needless to say, Stan is was the the dark energy. Um, no, I I don't want to call him dark energy. He was the the black shadow that we saw, um, and then he kind of gave us a little story about he was a gold miner. And we looked it up online and they did have the gold mining back then and that he stayed in this house because um, he broke his leg and uh, he became, he like lost his job and he lost his family because he was kind of like an invalid after that. And uh, they left him and and so he just stayed in the house. Is that, am I getting it right? It's been a while. He
2: said he felt... He felt when he was on earth, he realized that he did not treat his wife right. And he was working too much and he ignored her and didn't really pay attention to her. So then he became an invalid and kind of had all these realizations. But then they weren't really there for him either. And he was alone and stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. But he just wanted to be acknowledged. And as soon as we were like, okay, we're good with it. Hi, Stan. We're, thanks for us being in the house. Then nothing else weird happened. And I slept in that bed that night. Yes. After that, it was different. Yeah. The energy was different as we acknowledged him. Mm-hmm. So so we continued channeling and getting messages and helping each other and things like that. And one of the really beautiful messages we got, you know, a lot of our listeners know that, that we get messages from Prince, the artist. And um, Eden, I told Eden, I'm feeling like, Prince has a message for us and she says, okay, I'm getting that. We're supposed to go outside and look at the moon. So we all went outside and right away on the ground, someone had done in cement, love God. And I said, oh my God, Prince used to always write that on everything, love God. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, okay, wow, that's already a message. And then we were looking up and Missy noticed that there was a very bright star with a purple glow around it and all of us saw it. And then Eden said, I'm getting Orion. And I said, oh, my gosh, Prince has a song from the Batman soundtrack called Arms of Orion, which Eden didn't know. And so we ended up all looking at the stars for a long time and then going in and listening to the song. And the song had a lot of different meanings for all of us. So it was just a really beautiful message that we all got from Prince. Yeah. Yeah. And he said,
0: um, that he had a message for us and then he said to to me tell have everyone go outside which is the part you said but he also said because you'll you'll see me out there. Oh yeah. Like I'll, I'll meet you out there. And and so he gave us all those signs. Yeah.
2: The purple light too. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then Lisa you tell us about our crazy hikes and trips to the to the, the, we're trying to find the fairy falls.
1: Oh, but okay, so after the after the water one. The
2: well, first one. let's tell them about the water because that's special. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> the special water,
1: the special, remember?
2: Kim, Kim, you tell about the special water. <laughs> well, we we wanted to go there. My person that, that referred us, Yesenia, told us, no matter what, and also Issei, Kiko, Issei told us to go. He had just been there as well. Actually, that's kind of crazy because Issei, Kiko, had just been there. He's been on our show a bunch of times. And then so did um, Christina Moses, who's been on our show. And mm-hmm. we kept hearing different people we know suddenly were going to Mount Shasta. And I had never mm-hmm. in my life heard people going there before in this way. Yeah. So we got to hear a lot of people raving about how amazing it is, including us. So we went to, the. it's called the City Park. And they have this pure water and little waterfalls and streams and and brooks. And you're able to take a thing like that holds water, like a bottle or whatever, and just save the water and use it for healing or for cleansing or clearing energy. And so we definitely did that. And Missy, it was
0: like a, you had, you, sorry, Missy had um, just had knee surgery weeks before we went on the trip. So she used it. Um, she put her whole leg in the water. Um, to sort of, like, heal her knee. And I, and she said it helped her.
2: Which is interesting. I just thought about that. She was able to do that big, crazy hike after mm. she had put her knee in the water. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. she didn't think she was going to be able to do a big hike. Yeah. Um, It was just, like, out of a movie because there was this guy selling different um sage, herbs. different herbs. herbs, different things, like, you know... Um, cbd or whatever who knows what else but he looked totally out of a movie and he's just sitting there in the middle of the park like randomly by the water and it, it was just interesting and missy got some from him some um was it sage or it was something no. that she-
1: an herb you burn sage, that right in- to-
2: what'd you say I,
1: th- I thought it was a type of sage to burn
0: it was it was, it was- like- yeah, it was. She got two different things. It wasn't sage, though. It was um, I forgot what they called what he called it. I don't know. But um, she yeah, that was really cool to have that kind of it was like yeah, like in a movie, like you only see in a movie, and we got to experience that.
2: <laughs> right, and then so, we yeah. tried going to the fairy falls, and uh, Lisa, what happened?
1: <laughs> oh well, I just wanted to say that we were a a very determined group. And and I think it was actually, you know in hindsight, it was good that we didn't know how far it was because we all thought it was what, how far was it? It wasn't that far. we Did were told. You mean we- the, the hike?
0: Uh, the hike from the bottom of the, the mountain to the falls, we ended up doing that was a, in, like a two hour hike. Right, that but we be. thought we thought we yes it was an easy
1: breezy. You go up there, you know, you see these beautiful falls. You and then you come back. So I yeah. think that, that thinking that probably helped us because we probably would have <laughs> said no, we're not going if we knew it was it was a hike that went on and on and on and on. Uh, you know, for yeah, our, uphill,
0: uh, uphill,
1: uphill. Okay, the heat.
2: Yeah, it was like.
1: <laughs> and there were, you know, you know, there was, and then we, of course, you know, you ask for directions as you go. And there are people in <laughs> bands. There are people with drums. There was a man in underwear. His underwear was wet. So, you know, he, there was some fall somewhere because. And we asked him
2: for directions. So, yeah.
1: wet, so we figured he knows he's got wet underwear. he should know where <laughs> Right. And then. I did. You get a visual, Eden?
0: I was picturing that. First of all, when we first started the hike, there was a pair of underwear on the ground. That was oh, yeah underwear. Yes, yeah, and, and, and then, and then we saw him halfway up the mountain, naked, practically naked, just with underwear on. And yeah. we yes, so I
1: feel <laughs> we, we kind of thought like. I know I did. I think I said something like, okay, are there like, is this like a nudist calling? Like we're going to get up there, a bunch of nude people, like in, in, fall. in fairy falls. Like what are we? You know, <laughs> right. But And then we kept veering off Kim and I kept veering off thinking, okay, this is it. This is it. it I mean, it was beautiful. It was amazing. The energy was amazing. I think that that kept, kept us going because all of us were ready to turn around, but we were, we were so close. And then of course, the phone didn't work, so we couldn't, like, GPS it, which I think added, because had we known, again, how far it was, we probably wouldn't have.
0: We would have given up sooner. We would have given up. So, yeah.
1: um, I, we also Yeah, and there,
2: was that few, huh? there were a few times Lisa and I kept, like, we're like, okay, hold on, Missy and Eden. And we kept, like, kind of going off on weird corners where we thought we could find the falls. And we thought we did see areas of the falls. We just didn't get to the very top. But we, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh my God, oh my God, we're gonna fall. I'm gonna hold on really tight. Cause it was really thin overlooking the cliff and we're like climbing right there.
1: Well, <laughs> and you know what? And also too, I just, I was just was thinking like original. Oh no, that was the other one. I was, I, No, maybe it was that one where the guy said, oh, you could try to drive, remember? Was it that one or the oh, other one?
0: It was this one, it was and, this one. Yeah, I, the guy I, in the van. You no,
1: know, because it's like, it's gravel and it's narrow. So who's driving?
2: Yeah, our car would have been stuck. Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah, so we never got there.
2: We saw parts of it though.
0: We did. Yeah, but we had our bathing suits on. Like we were ready. We were told there's a, a little pool there that we'll be able to go in and swim. And we just all we imagined like this, you know, us ourselves doing that swimming underneath the waterfall, and we never got to do that. Yeah, so that, there it was, was a letdown.
2: Was but. Well, and there were places people were going in the water, but they were pretty daring to go way up high like that. So yeah, I, yeah. yeah. But then we get back to our car and there were mud handprints in weird shapes all over the car, the, yeah. the rental car. Yes. And so and we... I wanna, I wanna large tell-
1: hands. Large hands.
0: Yeah, large. And it was also like... Def- like th- no, I shouldn't say deformed, but it wasn't like a human hand. It looked a little odd, like, 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 like long fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, there were a couple other cars parked in the same spot, and yeah. ours was the only one that had these handprints. <laughs> so,
2: okay. we thought that a lot of people, if you research Mount Shasta, there it's kind of like the lost city of Atlantis. There is a city of Lumeria where there are Lumerians, and The story is that way back, like, you know, several hundred thousand years ago, the Lumerians fought the city of Atlantis. They had a war and Lumerians escaped from areas of like the U.S. and Canada all the way to about 25,000 of them escaped and built a five story tunnel home type thing under city under Mount Shasta and lived like that. And then I guess they became like, once they passed over, they became like spirit nature beings that still stay around Mount Shasta and appear to people that live there. And so we were thinking that those handprints might have been signs from the Lumerians. Mm -hmm. Well, then we looked it up online. One of you in the back seat (laughs) looked
0: up the Lumerians and said that they were known to leave handprints.
2: Right. It's, you can't it. it. Huh? I think that was you. You were reading about it. Yeah, I read something where they do do that. So yeah, that was that was interesting. And In our actually next week's episode, we're going to have um, Haruko, who we did sound healing with, who does art as well, and she knows a lot about that. So maybe we'll get some more about the Lumerians from her.
0: Yeah, and um. I think Missy would be happy if we mentioned this. Um, she said uh, she had heard, I don't know if it was just days before we left for the trip. She was hearing Lumerians in her head, like a message, but she didn't know what it was about. And and then she sort of encountered that when we got there. So, nice. <laughs> wow. so yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so then uh, I think... We can talk more about that. The uh, going to, we did go to other falls. We did end up finding some other waterfalls. um, I think was the next day and they were amazing. So we got pictures of those and and we didn't get to swim though. We put our bathing suits on again that day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We did go in the water, but we didn't like fully swim. Yeah. But that one is is nice to mention, like for anyone traveling there, if you go to Mexico, it's called McLeod Falls. You can actually drive up to the lower, middle, and upper and just walk a few minutes to the falls each each place you drive. And it looks like out of a movie. It's yeah. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. 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 And just the feeling. And I think you
0: guys felt the same way. Just like just being there. Wherever we went, everything felt just like so peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, the people felt different i think lisa was it you what you said something about the air the air was soft
1: yes the air was soft (coughs) yep
0: yeah and until you experience it you wouldn't really wouldn't know what that means but it yeah it was just a different different world Mm
2: -hmm. and then we saw all of us at the exact same time saw an eagle fly above us which is not that common and we saw a deer that came Mm -hmm. really close to us so that was really amazing yeah. And then we kept wanting to go to, like, a sound healing reading. We, we ended up deciding to go to, like, a drum circle healing thing because we just thought we're here. We might as well do something different and spiritual. And then that got canceled. Yeah. And so Eden kept going, I know there's something. I know we're going to have something. And we were running out of time. We were going to leave the next morning, mm-hmm. the next day. And we're, I was like, no, there's not. Well, this like it's okay. We don't need to go to anything. And we're eating dinner. And Eden goes just go, just go to the place across the street and see if they'll do readings for us. And I'm like, no, they're closing. And she's like, just go, just go, they're, just see. And so Is that how Lisa, I sounded?
1: Yeah, and then I just, tagged yeah. along Kim, I'd like, you know, right behind her. Yeah, Kim, yeah, ask Kim. Go ahead, Kim.
2: <laughs> so we went in the store, and we had already, we had already been in the store. The, the earrings Lisa are wearing right now um, is is from that store, the Rainbow Angels of Mount Shasta, which actually I have the the energy sage spray I bought there, energy clearing spray from Rainbow Angels. But um, we asked, we said, can, do you do readings here? And the lady was there and she's like, I have 30 years experience. And she seemed like Lisa and I were very careful, like, okay, we want someone with good energy that isn't wacky. And she seemed really good. And she said, I'll stay up in two hours extra to do readings for all four of you. So we're like, oh, of course she will, right? So <laughs> we go back and tell Eden, and Eden's like, oh, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, so we, we took turns doing the readings, and Lisa and I are at a store afterwards while Eden and Missy were doing their readings. And the other store that we had left a message for that does sound healing called, and we said... Any chance you'd open your store and do a private sound healing for us? And she's like, sure. So yeah, everybody we, just says yes to everything there. Yeah. So <laughs> we ended up opening her store that night and doing an hour sound healing for us, just the four of us. Remember mm-hmm. she how surprised for, she was, you know, Ken? She goes, Do you know what I
1: do? What do I do? Do you do you know what, what number you called? Or remember? She was so surprised. Yeah, she thought it
2: was weird that we were asking that like, like late notice, she's like, are you sure you know what I do? Yeah. And then we're like, "Yes." Yeah. So and we explained what sound healing was. She's like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> incredible. So yeah. And little ahead. did we
0: know what
1: yeah. I said, we'll be there in an hour. Right. It's like,
2: Oh right. yeah. yeah. So, so, so talk about the sound healing you guys. Cause we're going to, we're going to interview her next week.
0: Yeah. So, um, it was my experience. Um, I've never really done a sound healing that I felt anything from it. Just I've done a few and um, I, I don't know. I just not into it. But um, this one, there was something special about her. And we were, you know, we were supposed to lay down with our eyes closed. But when she would do this sound with the microphone, I thought she had like a band there or something. And then I opened my eyes to look and it was all her voice. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's incredible. But um I never felt so relaxed. And then I felt like my hands were being pulled. Um, like real strong energy, like pulling my hands. And then I get this message, you need to go to the mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um <laughs> so when we were done with it, with the sound healing, I brought it up to you guys and and I said, you know, because we were at Mount Shasta, but where we were staying, we still were um we figured miles away from the actual mountain even though we could see it in the backdrop but um haruko said no it's only a 15 20 minute drive you guys could go there and i was just like thrilled so it just to me i just felt like we were being called to go there like it was our like our souls were pulling at us to to be on the mountain uh-huh. So, so we ended up going the next day. But that was my experience. Oh, and another thing about the, um, she had paintings all on the walls because she's an artist. Um, And I noticed when we first got there that one of her paintings was called Lumerians. And then uh, I see on the painting, there was a handprint. And, <laughs> and then I was like, oh my gosh, that matches the handprints on our car. So I asked her, even though we already sort of, you know, we already believed that was a real thing, but we got confirmation from her and I asked her uh, to tell us a little bit about uh, the, the Lumerians. And she did, she told us a little bit and it was just really incredible. They're very positive energy, but um, she just led us to believe that, yeah, that that's real. They leave their handprints. (laughs) Yeah. It's a real thing. (laughs) So that was my experience. Lisa. Lisa, Lisa we're I, looking at you.
1: You are looking at me. and feeling you look at me. Um, <laughs> I, it, I don't know how to even, well, first of all, she's a very sweet soul. So the mm-hmm. energy in there is, I, I'm using the word sweet because it felt sweet. It was um, light and just beautiful and you just felt like Eden, um, like you were saying, comforted. It was a comforting feeling. Mm -hmm. And so it was easy to sort of get into the space of being able to relax um, because you weren't on guard, like, okay, you know, there's bells or like drums or like, you know what I mean? You're not being jolted. So um, being able to lay down, it was really comfortable. And yeah, she was like a 12 piece band, but with one person and the the way that she took us through the imagery was almost hypnotic because she was leading us Mm -hmm. uh, through our own healing via it's like a story and we were each well I was creating my own and I'm I'm very imaginative anyways I've practiced um, visualization and all that so it's easy for me to get into those spaces where I'm creating pictures and that kind of thing um, and allowing myself to go where she's taking us. Mm -hmm. So I felt very um, relaxed and easily. It was easy for me to to continue on the path when she was speaking, because like you, both of you, like I've done sound healing before or things where I easily get bored or I'm not engaged enough and so i'm like are we done yet or how long yeah. am i here or can i go or i have to pee or you know something's yeah. going on um or that's you kim you have
2: to pee yeah but i i felt hey, like... i'm surprised she lasted that long by yeah, the way. thank you so much for publicly saying that <laughs> <laughs> i'm working on it I was you can't help control. it you can't help it yeah, yeah. But, but i drink a lot of water through the day yeah
1: <laughs> So it was um, for me, it was it was healing, but it was very joyful. And that was because of her energy, because she had that sweet, joyful energy that everybody will get to experience when she comes on on your show. But um, it was I felt like it was a treat, like Mm -hmm. it was so special Mm -hmm. that it was a treat, you Mm -hmm. know, that we actually experience something like
2: that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she calls in Lumerians and Native Americans and you feel their energy and them communicating with you like it was just really different than other sound healings that I'd been to. Yeah. yeah. And then when we, we did get to go up to the mountain, which was amazing. And it's cool how you can go to the area of downtown and then just drive to the mountain in not too much time, which was great. Yeah. So we really see up close Mount Shasta. Not to the very top, but but very much where you could like feel the mountain and see most of it or all yeah. of it, really. I guess. Yeah, we were yeah. like
0: at the edge the of the mountain.
2: Yeah. So yeah. as we as we wrap up this description, we have to add in the airport because the airport just topped it <laughs> off. It like we were in the movie Airplane. Yeah, and. We had, or like an Adam Sandler movie. Like it was like, we were saying like, this is like we're in an Adam Sandler movie and there's all these characters. It could have been a movie. It could have been. Like this would be a really funny
0: movie.
2: So we go to the airport. And first of all, the airport there is so teeny that it's like a movie, the same guy's, like the guy will check you in and then he runs over <laughs> to get your ticket. Then he runs over to security. security. Morning, Remember is, I said,
1: yep. I said to the guy, I said, Are you a twin?
2: Yes. they Yeah, so there was like four guys, but they did everything in this airport and it was so weird.
1: There was and only then, there course,
2: was only There was two guys, Kim. <laughs> there were two. Were there were two and there was one gate. Yeah, eight one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so then our plane gets delayed, and we're like, okay, we're in this t- tiny airport lobby, and we're thinking, like, okay, we, we want to get home at a certain time, but we're like, oh, well, whatever, we'll let go and just see what happens. But when there I was so s- many characters,
0: wait, yeah. I want to first add that it was a little scary, and I think we all texted our families because the plane at that point, we texted our families, and um, because the Planes so small and they said they was like it
2: had um technical technical
0: difficulties difficulties, right so we i i I texted my girls and i'm like um i just letting you know (laughs) this is happening but yeah because you know those kinds of planes you kind of feel don't feel safe to begin with um but yeah so then we were, we were able to watch the whole process go on because we're right there where the plane is.
2: <laughs> oh, <didn't> <laughs> yeah. Um. So there was these guys like Cheech and Chong guys that, yeah. it was like, you know, the comedian Carlos Mencia, like it was like this, they were kind of obnoxious and they're like, kind of yelling like funny jokes and like telling everybody like weird, funny jokes and making everyone in our section crack up like and everywhere else in the airport everyone looked up tight and upset and like with their arms crossed and they all kept looking over at our section like why are those people laughing and these guys are like yelling and they look totally out of place like they don't belong in that part of the world <laughs> like they just look random like they're out of a weird movie or something um and so again when we got on the plane i snuck up and sat by eden <laughs> yes why don't you want to sneak up and sit by me I didn't know you had, I just saw that Eden had an empty seat and I was sitting by a weird guy. And I, I was sitting by that. a weird guy too. Yeah, you oh, didn't yeah. have, <laughs> your seat wasn't open next to
0: you. That's yeah, why. I had a,
2: guy with a man bun. I had the guy so with the man bun. Oh, <laughs> correct. Right. And didn't he smell sweaty? Yes. So <laughs> if me <laughs> and Eden could see you from, we're like, oh my God, Lisa's holding her breath right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then well then, Eden, and I were behind the, the guy that guys. were laughing jokes. And one guy was a big guy and he kept farting. And we were smelling it right wafting to us behind him. So I actually put my mask on. <laughs> it was because so bad. It was like, it was so bad, but we were cracking up. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then next to us, there was a really hot guy that had a <laughs> chihuahua in his dog carrier, and he was putting a pink tie-dyed sweatshirt on the Chihuahua. And then next to us, to the right of us, was, a, I guess it was a woman, but she looked out of, um, what's that movie called? White Chicks, White Chicks. He, she looked totally like from White Chicks. So I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's like Marlon Wayans when he dresses up as the White Chicks. <laughs> like, yeah. So we were like, is this real? Are we really here? Like, is this really happening right it's now? It's entertaining. We, it. we couldn't stop laughing.
0: Yeah, and then Missy was in the back of the plane, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then the when she got, guy.
1: She,
0: yeah, she was. Oh, with- he was so loud. So there was a guy before we got on the plane, and we were delayed. We were laughing with everyone. Um, there was a guy over there in our area who, what had what Gate kept falling one. asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay, he was a, he was a big guy. He was a big guy, and he <laughs> kept falling asleep in his chair, but he was snoring, and he was like. More than snoring, it was like it was like a sleep apnea sound like 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 we, yeah. (laughs) And everybody was like watching him and and he would like, you know, suddenly wake himself up, but then fall back asleep. And that was going on for a while. So that was entertaining us, too. But when Missy got off the plane, she ended up making friends with a few ladies on the plane. So she had a, a great time. And one of the girls that she met showed us that she took um, a video of that guy sleeping <laughs> and she posted it on social media. So it's, it, it we felt, I felt bad laughing at him, but then I found out that these girls actually took video of him and posted. But yeah, that was, it was just like, you know, you had to be there kind of a thing, but it was
2: funny. <laughs> totally. So that was our adventure, um, and I feel like it was life-changing, and, and it's where I would tell everybody to go, just because I feel like even if someone wasn't into the spiritual stuff, it's just a beautiful place to go mm-hmm. that's different than anywhere else, mm-hmm. and it's just it feels like you're so far away in some other country somewhere, like it's amazing, and it just has this uplifting energy at all times that, and everybody that there is so you want to go back. Mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah i was just saying
1: everybody that that lives there or works there or, that we came in contact with was really kind
0: yeah right. and and the uh restaurants every restaurant we went to the food was amazing true all two of yeah. them right no we went <laughs> to the one where the where the chef kept staring at me oh yeah <laughs> you forgot about that one <laughs> i
1: forgot about that one <laughs> Yeah,
0: and then the one where harry potter was
1: yes
2: Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yes. And then uh, and the yeah. firemen. And then the firemen were yeah, the other oh, one. Great. Okay. Yeah. They
2: have two firemen there. <laughs> yes, they do.
0: They do. <laughs> um, we'll leave that alone. Um uh I was just gonna say also, oh, that um, you know, we were told that once you go that you'll always have that magical feeling mm-hmm. where you know after when you go back home and i don't know about you guys but i feel like that like mm-hmm. it's kind of being on a high like a higher vibration mm-hmm. It because you your vibration lifts when you get when you're there and you experience that you know
2: that environment and i still feel it me too yeah. <clears throat> and you know what i was noticing too is that when i would tell people about it like i've been telling a lot of people about it and when i mention it my i get chills everywhere
0: uh yeah like and i feel called to go back i just i just want to be there yeah it feels like home
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree yeah yeah and have you guys four times.
0: <laughs> what'd you say i said i want to go like four times a year yeah definitely <laughs> have you guys experienced um manifestation happening like a lot faster after you got back yeah yeah i have too They say that happens too. Well, well, there you go. We
2: will be posting. Yeah. And we will be posting photos. You know, we posted some photos from the trip, but when we post about this episode, we will be posting some photos. If you want to go back and see what it looks like there, or if you have any questions to ask about it, but we loved our trip and we highly recommend you all go and hope you enjoyed hearing our crazy stories. Oh, wait, the last story what this is important the black hat oh my gosh how could we leave that out with the picture of Kim? okay so the last silly story that was we're gonna post that will you let us post that picture Uh i don't it's in a group of things i guess um it's almost halloween uh yeah so so the last story before we wrap up Is that there was this weird black top hat looking thing on the ceiling and we were laughing and going, what is that? So I go, I'm going to jump up and on the couch and touch it and see what it is. So Eden takes a picture of me doing it and I didn't Mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. And this is after we had found out that there was Stan in the house and the house had energy. So I think they were playing a prank on me because I did not feel any negative energy or dark energy. But we look at the picture and everyone starts cracking up, like the kind of cracking up, like you're crying and you're ping tell. in your back and ping, yeah, like, like and, laughing and you can't breathe, kind of laugh. And, and in the picture, I have fangs and a claw <laughs> and there's like weird, there's like weird drops on my shirt. And so I've shown people since then and I've shown people that since then and they, they they um, can't believe it. They're like, that's what, how did that happen? So I went and sprayed myself with the Mount Shasta energy spray and we took the pictures again and it didn't
1: show up anymore.
2: Cause you're a very so, pretty girl.
1: So for, with you, with
2: fangs, it just doesn't go. Right. So anyway, that's our last story. We'll have to post it. That's fine. But just make sure to label the picture. Listen to the episode to find out what this is. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode bye bye Lisa thank you Bye. bye
0: Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.